Obviously, today we celebrate the Muslim memorial of Our Lady of the Rosary. Um, a little bit about the history of this feast. It was instituted in honor to honor the Blessed Virgin Mary for, the, for a Christian victory over the Turks at Lepanto on October 7th, 1571. So Pope Pius V and all Christians had prayed the rosary to Our Lady for this victory. So in, in, in doing so, thousands of Christians were liberated. The Turkish fleet was destroyed and they suffered their first defeat at the sea. That's the Turks. And so in gratitude to God and Our Lady, Pope St. Pius V ordered an annual commemoration to, back then it was called Our Lady of Victory. Right, Our Lady of Victory. And in 1969, Pope Paul VI changed the name to this annual commemoration to Our Lady of the Rosary. A little history on this day regarding this memorial today. But let's go back in history a little bit. The first rosary victory was won at the Battle of Muret on September 12, 1213, when St. Dominic, after praying his rosary during the battle, so that's the, 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 you know, they, they won the Battle of Muret. It's, it's through the power of the rosary. And after this first rosary victory, history, throughout our history, has witnessed numerous battles where the rosary was used as a spiritual weapon to conquer the enemy. To name a few, one was the Battle of Kotor, 1539, the Great Siege of Malta, 1565, again the Battle of Lepanto, 1571, the Siege of La Rochelle, 1627, the Battle for the Philippine Islands in 1646, the Battle of Vienna, 1683, and the Battles of the uh, Temesvar and Corfu in 1716. Think about that. All of these victories have been won with people using the weapon of the rosary. So we can see the power that the rosary can have over the forces of darkness, can't we? The rosary, or sometimes it's been called the Psalter of the Blessed Virgin Mary, obviously is one of the best prayers to Mary, the Mother of God. And so the church invites all families, all of us, to pray the rosary for the mission of the church and for peace. We have recourse to Our Lady using this powerful prayer that she's given to us. As Pope St. John Paul II said, he said, to pray the rosary is to hand over our burdens to the merciful hearts of Christ, of Jesus, and Mary. He said, through the rosary, the faithful receive abundant grace as though from the very hands of the mother of the Redeemer. Those are John Paul II's words. So the rosary is one of those instruments in which you and I have been given for our own conversion. And Mary, throughout, his, throughout history of the church, she's encouraged us to pray the rosary for our own conversion. How many of us need converted? I don't see everybody's hand. How do you do it? How do you do it? <laughs> you know, in talking to missionary about missionary discipleship, Pope Francis once challenged his congregation and he pulled out a rosary from his pocket. 
and he asked the crowd if they carried a rosary with him. How many of you carry a rosary with you? It's a lot of you. And they all answered, yes, yes, we do. And then he asked the question, do you pray the rosary? It's one thing to carry it, but do you use it? He wanted to know. And from what I've read, the Holy Father prays the entire rosary every day, all the mysteries of the rosary start to finish, the joyful, sorrowful, glorious, and luminous mysteries every day. So why would someone as busy as the Holy Father spend so much time on the rosary? Because it's such a beautiful way to spend time with the Lord and our Blessed Mother. When we pray the rosary, we, med we meditate on the mysteries of the life of Jesus. <clears throat> and like Mary, we store in our hearts the memory of the great events of the Lord's life by which he revealed the Father's love for us and by which he accomplished our salvation. And so as we address Mary, we seek her prayers, asking her to lead us to Jesus so that we may know her son more intimately, so that our hearts might be more conformed in, a, in accordance to his hearts. And as we call upon Mary while reflecting on the events of Christ's life, we are, as St. John Paul II reminded us, seeing Christ through the eyes of Mary. How many of us want to see Jesus through the eyes of his mother, right? So Our Lady gives five weapons, gives us five weapons in which we can use to overpower the influence of evil and sin in our lives. Obviously, one of them, as I said, is the rosary. The other four are fasting. That's why First Friday is a day for fasting. Confession, the Eucharist, and sacred scripture. And even today, she leads each of us, if we desire it, step by step toward a life of holiness, but if we truly desire it. So as we saw on October 7th, 1571 in Lepanto, Mary can also intervene for the sake of the Christian community. My dear friends, as we know, right now, we have a spiritual battle on our hands. It is, the, it is abortion in the state of Michigan and Proposal 3. For those of you who do not know much about Proposal 3, it is the most radical abortion initiative extreme in the country. It's named Reproduction Freedom for All. And it will appear on the, on the ballot in November as Ballot 3. Vote no. Vote no. What's on this ballot is, 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 the question, is this question. This is, this, this is the language that will be on the ballot. Should the state constitution be amended, in other words, changed, to create an individual right, individuals not defined by any age, so there's no age connected to it, an individual right to abortion throughout pregnancy, all nine months, with no regulations, no opportunity for the legislator to change the law, and no limitations on who can obtain an abortion from any person at any time without consequences. That's what, this is what, this is what we're facing. Again, the word individual has no age restriction. If passed, this will be enshrined in the Constitution of the state of Michigan. Anything that's enshrined in the Constitution is very hard to change after that's happened. 
So this would be in effect for a long, 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 long time. This would also affect parental rights regarding an abortion involving their children, not to mention you know, the, you know, the transitioning you know, to, an, to another sex. Those parental rights would be taken away as well. This is the most extreme abortion proposal in the country, similar to what is allowed in China and North Korea. Now, do we want to be like China and North Korea? Vote no. So the language on the ballot itself says it will, quote, invalidate state laws conflicting with this amendment. Well, neither the amendment nor the summary text details what state laws will be invalidated. We don't know. We can surmise the devil is in the details. Vote no to proposal number three. The pro-abortion lobby will do everything possible between now and election day to hide the extreme elements of this proposal. This is why, why it is important for all of us to get the word out, telling our family, our friends, our neighbors, the truth about this ballot initiative. If you want to know more about it and the details that you, that you will not find or hear about in the news, there'll be materials downstairs after mass you can pick up that will explain the whole thing or you can go to our website, um, saginaw.org or the Michigan Catholic Conference website, micatholic.org. Michigan Catholic Conference is co-partners with Right to Life of Michigan to defeat this proposal and this group is called Citizens to Support Michigan Women and Children. And their website is supportmiwomenandchildren.org. So what, what, what can we do? This is what we can do. As people of faith and promoters of life, let's stand up and band together. And not fight like hell, but fight like heaven. Right? To defeat this extreme abortion proposal. This moment, I believe, is an invitation and opportunity for all of us to bring this proposal into the spiritual realm of our lives through prayer and fasting. Let us storm heaven with our prayers and use the weapon of the rosary to do so, to, do, to defeat this proposal. It's not too late to begin praying the fight like heaven 54-day rosary novena, right? It's not too, not too late. In fact, October is the month of the rosary, is it not? So we should be praying it every day anyway, but for this specific cause. So let us take up our rosaries and pray for a conversion of hearts and minds of those who support abortion for their conversion. Offer a rosary every day from now through the election, 31 days, asking Our Lady of the Rosary to intervene in this ballot initiative. If she can stop wars throughout the history of our world, she can stop this ballot initiative. So through our prayers and many, many babies' lives will be saved. So may the Lord and our Blessed Mother bless our efforts. Our Lady of the Rosary, pray for us and intercede for us.